Hello from the Oklahoma Summit on Access to Justice in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm John Williams, Executive Director of the Oklahoma Bar Association, and I want to welcome you to this episode. With me today is Kimberly Hayes, the President of the Oklahoma Bar Association, and we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here in Oklahoma City, and we're talking about access to justice. And President Hayes, as a practicing lawyer, especially in the family lawyer where you practice, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what your experience as a practitioner is about the need for access to justice for litigants? Practicing family law? We see a lot of pro se litigants, uh, both because people don't have the funds or they just don't have uh, the knowledge on how to contact an attorney. Now, in your role as president of the Bar Association, what do you think that the bar should be doing that it's not in relation to access to justice? Well, we're very fortunate that we have the Oklahoma Access to Justice Commission that's been leading the way. In addition, we have the Oklahoma Free Legal Answers. Uh, That's a project with the uh, Access to Justice Commission and the ABA. It is a process where our Oklahoma lawyers can go online. They can sign up to be a volunteer attorney. It is a completely anonymous process. Uh, Once they're approved to be a volunteer attorney, then they have the opportunity to answer questions for low-income Oklahomans, and they can do that online and be totally anonymous. Now, also, the association has its own Access to Justice Committee, does it not? Yes, we have the uh, Oklahoma Access to Justice Committee, and our committee is very active uh, in helping with this uh, summit that we have here today and with other issues that are facing Oklahomans. I know we're going to have, hopefully, later on in the program, former Judge Rod Ring, who is chairing that committee. Have you been pleased with what you've seen progress of the committee? I've been extremely impressed and appreciative of everything this committee has done. They've gone above and beyond when it comes to uh, being organized and then being innovative in their thinking on how we can help uh, low-income Oklahomans. Now, I know that in your practice in family law, that's been the area where we've probably seen the most unrepresented litigants. What effect do you see that as having on the courts? Well, as a family law attorney, uh, we have so many different dockets uh, in Oklahoma where sometimes you may have an attorney on one side and a pro se litigant on the other. That puts the judge at somewhat of a disadvantage in trying to balance the ethics and uh, balance the case both in favor of the litigant and uh, the represented attorney. It's hard for a pro se or unrepresented party to really understand how the the court system works, uh, to have access to the forms, and just have a basic legal understanding of how the process works and and what their rights and entitlements are. You mentioned forms, and a, a lot of times we see the solution to unrepresented litigants is just providing them forms. How meaningful is it to just provide a form? In my opinion, in my experience, it is not meaningful uh, to have just the forms. What they need is information about what's in the forms, 
again, their rights, uh, their entitlements, and their options that they have. And with things such as the Oklahoma Free Legal Answers, that gives uh, attorneys the opportunity to provide that information to low-income litigants so that uh, the litigants have an understanding of what their options are and what the possible outcome might be in court. You know, I often hear lawyers say that they actually get more work in cleaning up the messes or the mistakes that are made off of these forms or, or things that happen in these unrepresented situations. What's been your experience with that? With family law especially, at least uh, once a month I have someone come in who uh, received a form either off the internet or they tried to create their own. And because they didn't have a basic understanding of the information that needed to go into that form, we actually end up spending more time undoing uh, the information and the orders that were put in there. And oftentimes, some of those things can't be undone. And so they've, they've waived rights or they've given up uh, rights that they didn't even know that they had. Would those be rights like to the custody of their children or? Property division, debt division, support alimony. With the family law issues with custody, child support, uh, those can be modified easier. But some of these issues, such as the property and debt division, it's a one bite at the apple. If you didn't know that you needed to ask about uh, your soon-to-be ex-spouse's 401k or retirement plan, you're out of luck. And you may be waiving your marital interest in in that. And that's, that's what can happen to some of these low-income litigants. If they don't know the right questions to ask, they're not going to be served and justice is, is going to be denied to them. So it sounds like that what we're doing here today with this Access to Justice Conference is something that's going to have meaningful and lasting impact on people's lives if we can figure out ways to be more innovative and serve more people. Most definitely. The decisions that are made, uh, and again, I'm speaking from family law, but the decisions that are made impact them and their children. And if, if they don't have the opportunity to get good legal advice, such as through Oklahoma Free Legal Answers, uh, then they're going to be at a disadvantage. And that hurts all Oklahomans. Well, I know that you've been involved in governance of the Bar Association and your husband, Alan, has been involved with the foundation, and the two of you uh, have worked collectively to try to bring attention to all of the needs in, in Oklahoma when it comes to the legal community and, and low-income litigants and children. Where do you think we need to be working the hardest? I think the biggest thing that we can work on is getting the word out, uh, such as with this summit today, letting attorneys know that we need them. It's a call to arms. We need them to step up and help those around them. And then the second part is getting the word out to Oklahomans that there are options out there for them. There are ways that they can get information, uh, that they can learn about their rights, and that they can have access to justice, especially when they qualify for things such as legal, uh, legal aid services or the Oklahoma Free Legal Answers. Well, I want to thank you for being with us here today. It's always a pleasure as the president to work with you and this unique opportunity to interview you here today. Before we close today, I have one last question. If our listeners would like to follow up and, and reach out to you, how can they do that? Well, I'm in Tulsa, and they can contact me either by phone uh, at my office, 918-592-2800, or by email, Kimberly Hayes Law. That's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-H-A-Y-S-L-A-W at AOL.com. 
Great. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us an Apple podcast. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.